Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back into it, a tale of our city radio presented by Currency. We welcome in Hall of Fame coach Gary Barnett to talk some uh, winter conditioning. Coach, how we doing? Well, I think we're going to get sunshine today for for a while, and it's been chilly down here, and, and really the forecast is not for it to get much better. So, But, uh, you know, you still got to pick up your clubs and go play. I mean, you got nothing else to do. So, I will trade you a uh, snow shovel for a nine iron. How you feel about that? <laughs> well, I handle them both about the same, so uh, <laughs> sounds good to me. Hey, I, I want to ask you about what's – we'll get into Nebraska, Colorado, the offseason, all this good stuff. But if you're Notre Dame and and you have a chance to add uh, Utah's offensive coordinator, but the, the $2.8 million buyout being a roadblock, man, w- would that tick you off or do you, do you say anything about it, Coach? Talk to me a little bit about the uh, – the economic parts of, of having to and wanting to add to your staff after you lose somebody. Well, I think a lot of it depends on where you are and the, the philosophy that you live under. And I think Notre Dame has sort of always been that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you, you got to give them credit to, to being true to themselves and, and to what they they believe in. And so I, I think uh, I know back when I was, That, that sort of thing was an issue mm-hmm. and then and that was you know so it i i think they're just being notre dame which is you know I, i'm being complimentary them because i you know i uh respect the fact that they're true to themselves in this deal so um the other side of the coin is it's a it's a different world out there for everybody other than a few schools like notre dame and you know you got to decide you know, how far you're going to go. And, um, you know, that's a decision that uh, I think is a culture, um, that university, uh, you know, has, has made some decisions. And like I said, you got to give them credit. Gary Barnett with us here on our city radio coach. A lot's been made because it's, it's new for Nebraska and what coach rules doing with support staff. I mean, he has 38 or 39 people, around the program it's right around what bama and texas have and and what's your take on that how many folks would you have had around the program uh, had you been able to do it and do you like that that move and that philosophy of of having uh so many bodies there that can that can help uh, further the program I think that that's just the way it is for most of these programs now. And I think one NIL, not so much NIL, but uh, for sure the the transfer portal commands its own group of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's whatever you're willing to pay for. I, um, 
I was never in a position where that kind of option was available. So I'm not sure what to think of it. <clears throat> I think the other thing is making sure you can find 38 people that you really trust and buy into everything you're going to do. Do you really have time to vet all those people? Um, or do you just rely a lot on faith in making some of those hires and on reputation and their past, which I'm sure it is, but, um, you know, it's, it's a big organization. They, they all are. And I know university of Colorado has gone the same way. There's, we don't have enough offices for all these guys. So are all these people, but, um, it's, it's the way of the world now. And it's just sort of, you know, whether you like it or not, that's the way it's going to be. And so you better find a way to appreciate it and respect it and work with it. Let's talk about the task at hand. Nebraska's in the process of trying to get down to, to 85 scholarships. Uh, they're at 101 or 102 right now. And uh, the other thing you're going to do between now and, and the end of April is to, to try and improve your line of scrimmage. What's reasonable, Coach? What can you get done between now and and the end of spring ball on both lines of scrimmage. You got a lot of guys that have played a lot of snaps on the offensive side. You got a new defensive coordinator you've never worked with that is going to instill what he wants defensively. But uh, what? How much can get done? How, how, what? Need, what needs to get done? Well, m- most of it at this point in time is is a lot of mental work. And I when I I say mental work, just. <clears throat> Off-season programs for me were times when I wanted to see who would compete, who who wanted to compete more than everybody else, and who would do anything to accomplish what they needed to accomplish within the, the rules. So uh, it was a time for me to really push competitiveness with my team uh, and weed out the guys, uh, and it's it becomes pretty obvious which ones aren't going to be competitive and and uh in re-enhance reinforce uh make better the the other uh players so you, you want you want everybody to have a this competitive mindset one that the never quit mindset two no matter it's not it can't be too tough for me we can do anything here we can you know we can endure a lot of hard work we can force ourselves to do things that we didn't think we could do in the off season in your off season workout. So, uh, you know, I create, I split my, my groups, my players into seven or eight groups. They had a captain, they competed against the other groups and all this, these workouts, we kept score. We kept score. To the, we put a list down in the locker room of the guys who, who, um, who couldn't finish some of the task, uh, you know, and, you know, we just held everybody accountable and we pushed the competitive limits of our players to see who who could go to those limits. Did you have some grace for guys that maybe weren't on board or capable early on but, but rounded into shape? Is there a guy you – you, you ran off, and that, maybe that's not the best term. You, you moved on from, let me rephrase that, uh, that, that you regret, or, man, do you let the, the players handle that? The system handles it. I, I, you know, you're either in or you're out mm-hmm. is pretty much it. And, but, it, you know, it's a process. You're not going to everybody be in or anybody be out on the first day. 
it's a you set a time you tell them how many there's going to be and you know at this certain date you're either in or you're out and it's it's not that hard to do mm-hmm. and it's 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 incredible how hard these kids will work and how closely it draws them now you know there's there's a there's some things in place now where you can take a kid a first time coach new coach can take a kid off the team pay for his education and uh remove him from from your scholarship list now and him and he won't be on the team so this this is happening right now to a lot of new coaches uh in programs coach what would it mean for nebraska in your opinion the college football world the 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 optics uh let's just focus on that we don't know if it'll be a a hit or not but those high profile five and four star quarterbacks tend to be pretty good if they stay what would landing a guy like Dylan Riola mean for Nebraska immediately it'd be a lot of good pub uh but then it it just comes down to after that there's a lot of work and you know he's got to handle the work and uh you know it's it's like an it's like announcement on signing day everybody gets excited and then guess what the excitement's over and you go to work and then you got to prove your value so it's it it isn't any different for for riola than it is for anybody else and um you know it'll be a big public hit and until the first game um or the first chance he has to prove himself you you don't really know so it's uh, everybody once the publicity's over, everybody starts at the same place, and then how do they progress? So uh, is, is, that's what's really important. With these young quarterbacks, you see that that go and and really perform at a young age, and I'm talking about the Tuas. I'm talking about uh, the the Hertzes. I'm talking about the Lawrences. And, and guys you coached against is there a, is there a young guy that blew you away drew Brees. good call uh, good call be, because uh most of those guys it has to do with the people around him as much as anything i mean trevor lawrence he, he's got a he's got an advantage from the get go tua has an advantage from the get go but a guy like drew Brees coming into purdue as a freshman did not have any advantages and uh, he just sort of made them into – and Purdue has been a program that's, through the years, has been solid, mm-hmm. solid, you know, never really down and and uh, often getting to the top. So he didn't have the same advantages that uh, a quarterback at Alabama or at Clemson would have, but um, he, he made an immediate impact, and, and you could tell. You know, we – Junior had a, a basketball camp at, at South Lake many years ago, so we went down there. Right, it was J- Drew Brees' high school, and I know Texas is loaded with dudes, and he just was counted out until he beat you and went to 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 go play in the Rose Bowl, and then oh by the way, let's go win a Super Bowl just because of his height. I mean, do you believe that many folks were 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 squeamish on him. I mean, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But wow, look, look how great he is, and look how many folks passed. 
Well, you gotta you gotta remember that was the that was the nineties. Uh, it was ninety uh, seven. I think it's the first time we played in ninety eight. Um, you know, everybody was after the taller quarterbacks. Nobody was, you know, the spread offenses weren't necessarily in. You were running three by three wide receivers, one back, but you weren't running the option. And and so uh, that kind of quarterback was lower shelf. You know, he wasn't top shelf guy, a guy. And so, <laughs> and, and, but it changed, all changed pretty fast. Not that he was an option quarterback, but yeah. he just proved that, uh, you know, there's guys that, you know, those numbers, those heights, don't really mean all that much. Gary Barnett with his coach. We'll get you out here in a minute. Uh, a thought on Eric Bieniemy and that second half, him and Andy Reid, and just what KC was able to do while they were on fire. They were on fire. That was a very creative uh, offense. I, I thought it was brilliantly handled there at the end. Uh, I know a lot of people were going, take the touchdown, take the t-. No way. I mean, they did it just perfectly. And those kids were coached up to do it perfect. Those men were coached up to do it perfectly. So yeah, it was it was a to me a great piece of of team play and coordination between coaches and players, being on the same page. And really, both teams both teams played well. You you think about that game, no major injuries, um, one turnover. It was an unforced turnover. And that was it. Uh, very few penalties. The game went on, you know, great hits in that game. Uh, Great, you know, a great chess game as well. So, yeah, I thought it was as good as it could get. The turf bother you? Uh, It bothered me more because the announcers kept uh, drawing attention to it. I think if I were just watching it and not listening, I wouldn't have noticed it. Mm. No, I get you. It's, It's always fascinating to drive by. Uh, down in Arizona and, and see the grass growing, and then they roll roll the field in. <laughs> yeah, well, new new rye is always slick, and that's what that was. And yeah. so uh, it's always slick, and uh, so I don't think it made a difference in the game, though. Are you uh, putting for dough this weekend? Do you got some tea times before we say goodbye? Well, yeah. Well, well, I I know you're playing, but I mean, are you are you honest? Are you on a heater? Are you are you winning? Um, no, I'm not. I'm 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 not I'm not winning. I'm paying out right now. So. <laughs> well, uh, let me, let's just hope that changes for you. All right. Yeah, no kidding. Starting today. That's good, coach. You take care. We'll check in. Thanks again for the time. All right, Chris. Great being with you.